One, two, three. Talk it out. I have an exciting thought, but first a question. Have you ever felt misunderstood, as though no one understands what you're about or how you think and feel? I bet you have thought about this from time to time. However, instead of wondering why you think this way when dealing with other people, have you ever stood back and tried to see things from a different perspective? This may sound a little crazy, but I have a hunch that sometimes people may not wholly understand us because we, essentially, do not understand ourselves. We, therefore, misrepresent our thoughts, feelings or actions in ways that confuse the people around us. That begs the question, do I understand my quirky self? I say quirky because I think I'm an oddball at times, but you get what I mean. We have all thought we are a bit crazy at times. If you can identify with this, then I think we have something to discuss. I think one of the best places to start is with yourself. Often, your feelings are a reaction to an external factor. However, when you decide to react, your actions cause responses in others that you don't understand based on your initial inner feelings. In this instance, things get a bit crazy or jumbled up. Before you can figure out why others may or may not understand you, Getting to know yourself may be just what you need. To begin with, you need to get into the right frame of mind. A good mindset is always to be positive. You have to know that you are worthy of being understood, loved, appreciated and even celebrated. This mindset is essential as it sets the stage for self-understanding. It comes from within, not from outside. Once this mindset exists, you can start to get to know and understand yourself better. There are four components to developing self-understanding. The first component is getting to know yourself. The second component is understanding your emotions and actions. The third component is getting to know your motivations. And lastly, the fourth component is developing goals that are not tied to or limited by their immediate environment or situation. The last one will take some explaining, as it may be a little confusing right now. First, you need to get to know yourself a little more. There are many ways around this. The easiest would be to take a character test or a strengths test. These usually present you with a series of questions designed to show you your strengths and give you more insight into yourself as an individual. A key to these tests is to be as honest as you can. You need not choose what would look like the best answer or what others would perceive as the best answer. No, your responses should be based on your initial instincts and reactions. This way, you can get a pretty good idea of your natural character or strengths depending on what test you take. Secondly, you need to understand your emotions and actions. The best way to do this is by taking time to reflect at the end of every day. In this digital day and age, rarely do you ever get a moment to be with yourself. You never really take time to digest the day as it was and ask yourself, what did I feel today and what were my actions based on those emotions? Most of the time, you experience the emotions first, then you act based on those emotions. Does it not make sense at the end of every day to go through what you felt and then draw the connection between how you felt and how you chose to behave? The mind is a powerful thing. If you can discover, understand and accept your emotions, you can base your actions on this understanding to get the best out of a given situation. So, by understanding the relationship between your emotions and actions, you can better understand what part you will inevitably play. 
If you are still with me at this point, we're almost there, and I hope a picture is starting to appear in this mosaic. Part 2 is a perfect segue to part 3, which is getting to know your motivations. Similarly, it would help if you took time to discover what motivates you in your day-to-day -day life. A friend of mine once suggested I make a mood board to help me figure out my motivations. My first response was, I do not read magazines and therefore don't have any. So I asked if I could search for images or words that motivate me on Google. She responded by saying, doing so would defeat the purpose of discovering my true motivations, as searching for them meant that there would be a perceived desire in my mind of what I am looking for baked into my search. However, in reality, that desire may have come from an external influence, meaning it would not be things that motivate me, but rather my perception of things that I think motivate me. Does this make sense? Taking my time to flip through magazines and cut out random items that caught my eye would result in my perceived motivations not being part of initially deciding what motivates me. That being said, you may feel that your choice of magazines would therefore be the defeating aspect, as these could be a source of pre-perceived motivations, right? There is a simple solution to this. Please make sure to use various magazines including ones you read, but more importantly, ones you don't usually read. This way, your pre-perceived motivations from external factors are minimized and you open the door to things that you would not normally encounter. Lastly, you have made it to part 4. Now that you have some idea of your strengths, emotions, actions and motivations, the next step would be to create goals based on these areas. Earlier, I said you have to develop goals that are not tied to or limited by the immediate environment or situation. The reason for this is, you and I are wired in a very interesting and special way. We can achieve anything we set our minds to, but it must be one thing at a time. As I've realized over the years, I've only ever reached or gotten close to the goals I invested the most time on when I set multiple goals. The rest would fall short because I was distracted by other goals or didn't have the time to act on them. Additionally, the more goals I had, the more difficult it was to achieve them, as my time would get divided into so many different endeavors. Remember, your imagination or motivations are not the limiting factors, but your time is. That doesn't mean you should only have one goal and that's it. You can create intermediate milestones, smaller goals that can be steps toward whatever your ultimate goal is. This approach therefore makes a step-by-step -step approach to accomplishing your ultimate goal by breaking it up into smaller ones. These milestones can be other areas you need to gain expertise or master to bring your ultimate goal into reality. Coming back to goals that are not tied to or limited by the immediate environment or situation, this relates to your comfort zone. Whenever you are within your comfort zone, you are not growing as an individual. It will always feel like you are just coasting along in life, never really getting anywhere. Leaving your comfort zone, where things are easiest, will pave the way for you to grow and develop, as you have to acclimatize to new and sometimes challenging environments. However, these new environments represent the road you will travel on your way to your ultimate goal, as you zip through your milestones. In summary, what we have talked about today is not something only you may face, but many other people like me share in this journey. It just takes setting aside some time as a first step to get to know yourself better. 
It may feel daunting as it can be very complex, but breaking it down into small digestible steps makes it less daunting. By getting to know yourself, understanding your emotions and actions, knowing your motivations, and developing goals that are not tied to or limited by the immediate environment or situation, you can get a pretty good idea of who you are as an individual. One thing not taught well enough in life is the importance of taking a moment for yourself. Start taking a little time at the end of each day to reflect. All it takes is a few minutes to get to know who you were today and whether that was in line with what you had in mind when you began the day. I think this is a real opportunity that could help us develop as people and prepare us for success in the future. We live in a big world and one of the most important things is for you to know and understand who you are and what you want. Thank you for listening and I hope this has been a new stepping stone to getting life started anew. This has been Mutsa for Talk It Out and I look forward to our next conversation. You can share any questions or criticisms down in the comments as we could take these into the subsequent discussions in the future. Bye for now and stay safe.